from South Jersey. I'm alcoholic. My name is Dave. Hey, hey everybody. Yeah, thank you, man. <clears throat> so, let's see. I have about 40 months, and I have a sponsor and sponsee, and yada, yada, yada. Welcome to new people, yada, yada, yada. Happy birthday to the birthday people, yada, yada, yada. I got a story for you guys. So, let's see. There's gonna be, it's going to be spiritual, I swear. A couple of months ago, well, three months ago, um, after, you know, having done, being involved in AA, I go to quite a bit of meetings. Some of you guys probably see me around. I stand out a little bit with my shirts, and this is dressed up for me. I'm dressed up right now. And um, I'm doing, I was doing general service, you know what I mean, really working with other people, trying to answer any phone calls I can. I work at a rehab, so I'm trying my best to do what this program has taught me to do. But I was... Restless, irritable, and discontent. I was uh, slightly agitated with my job, that I feel I was undervalued and underpaid. I was getting tired of taking the bus for the past three years. I went in a car, kind of lonely at night, would have liked to have had a girlfriend. Was getting kind of fatter than I am now, wanted to go to the gym. Uh, you know what I mean? I needed a career path. I wanted to kind of go to school. So I had all these things I wanted to do, and me, being an alcoholic, was trying to do all of them at once. One of them would have been, the girlfriend alone would have been bad enough to just try to do by myself. But I was trying to do all this stuff all at one time. And guess what, guys? It, none of it worked. I failed at all of it. So I made a decision then and there to just give it all up. Who did I give it up to? The power greater than myself. I'm not God. I could not control all these things like I thought that I could. So I gave it up. I just gave it up. And I picked one thing to do. And I said, I'm going to stop pinching every penny and I'm just going to not worry about saving up for a car, and I'm just going to try my best at my job, and the girl, forget the girl thing, and just, you know, really try to do one thing. So I picked the gym first, uh, body, mind, and spirit. You know and I mean, my spirit's pretty good. I do I help a lot of people, so that's like the least of my bad stuff. It's not great, but it's the least of the bad stuff. I was getting hella fat, so I decided to go to the gym, <laughs> right? I spent quite a bit of money on a personal trainer. And uh, things have been working out. I made a decision to do three months and go to the gym consistently. You know what I mean? Try to build a foundation just like I did with my first three steps. I really wanted to get that three months down, going to the gym, not missing any days, doing everything she said, and trying to eat better. And all the other stuff I'll worry about at the end of three months when I reevaluate my situation and how I'm feeling. Well, guess what? Taking care of the body was probably the smartest thing I could have ever done, and I didn't come up with that idea. It gave me a lot more energy. I stopped drinking as much caffeine. I wasn't smoking as many cigarettes. I wasn't being sluggish at work. So, like, a lot of things improved besides my less fatness, and it was really good. (laughs) So now we're going to flash forward a little bit to today and just this past week. Now I'm going to run you. It's going to start on Wednesday, this little story. All right? So I've been going to the gym for three months, haven't worried about any of the other stuff. Some dude hits me up on Wednesday who was a resident at the rehab that I work at. And he was like, Dave, I want to give you a car. I was like, what? A a vehicle, four wheels, doors, engine. (laughs) said, yeah, man, I want to give you a car. This gentleman is well off, you know what I mean? So I was looking at cars for a while, and I kind of, you know, I would love to have like an Audi or something, but like I decided that what's best for this humble alcoholic (laughs) is probably just like an 06 Camry, you know what I mean? Not a bad car. I'm not knocking anybody that has one. Great car, reliable Guess what this guy tries to give me? An 06 Camry. All right? 
Now, he had mentioned this a couple of times in the past four months since he's left my facility, and I didn't put much stock or heart into it because, you know, it's a nice gesture to want to give somebody a whole car, but, like, <laughs> how feasible is that? You know what I mean? Realistically, like, do people just have extra cars lying around? Like, I don't need this one, Dave. You can have it. <laughs> he doesn't even live in this state. Like, come on, man. But he texted me, and he said, I'm coming out here on August 18th. Me and my wife are going to drive. We're both going to take two cars, and we're going to stay in PB. And I'm just going to find out all the details about how California works and how to transfer the title, and we'll do it then. And it overwhelmed me. I have extreme difficulty with accepting good stuff. All right? I mean, a car, you get a look. That's a weird, good thing. But it's, I have trouble accepting just anything. You know what I mean? Hey, Dave, you want to ride home from the meeting? No, nah, it's cool, man, and I'll walk two hours. That's just like the type of per- I had mentioned that I was speaking here tonight, and friends were like, hey, we're going to come see you. And I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. It's only 10 minutes. But like, that's, I'm denying people of wanting to do something nice for me, and that's not right. So I've been trying to you know, be a little bit easier. So I said, look, man, when you come out here, I'd love to get something to eat with you. We could go to a meeting and sit down and you know, just talk about this whole car thing. Maybe I could pay you something. In my mind, I'm hoping it's like 10 bucks. But like, I'd throw a grand at them. You know what I mean? Kind of sweeten it over a little bit. I don't have it, but like, we'll worry about that in August. All right, so that was Wednesday. So I'm like, wow, that's really cool, man. This dude's actually going to give me a car. So the job thing, when I was like going all crazy and trying to do a lot of stuff, I was sending emails to my CEO, and like, I'm a cook. All right? I am a cook at a, at a rehab, and this man is the CEO of multiple facilities. There is levels to this, and I am down here, and he is up here. And I was like, hey, man, I'm Dave, and I want you to create this job for me. I was basically like, there's no position of alumni coordinator, but I was like, hey, man, this is a really good thing. I think it would be great for the company. Just pay me $40,000 a year, and I'll do it. You know what I mean? And it was a bold email, but you know what? It showed initiative and passion and drive and all these other things, and it was really well written, if I do say so myself. It took two whole days, and um, <laughs> I sent it to him, and guess what he said? Absolutely nothing. I don't even know if he opened it. <laughs> oh, man. And not only did I do that, but I was talking to the directors at my facility and some of the other clinicians and the nurses. And I was like, hey, man, I really, I got to get out of this kitchen, man. Cooking, cooking cheeseburgers every day is cool and all, but like, I, I, I'm not being stimulated mentally. And it's like, I'm getting tired of cleaning the grill. And it's like, it sucks. I go home and I'm stinking and it's just not good. So Thursday, out of the blue, the person directly under the CEO, the director of outpatient, um, texts me. Right? He texts me. This is a professional. He texts me and says, hey, this is so-and-so. Uh, I heard you're interested in being an alumni coordinator. It's like, how do you respond? Is this a trick, man? Like, what? I'm sitting here in my chonies right now. It's my day off. I ain't even, I'm not even doing anything. I, I think I was reading a book or something. And um, I, I, I paused for a second. And I was like, this is weird. So I called this gentleman. And uh, guess how he found out? Nothing that I did. He found out through no way, shape, or form of any of the ways that I tried to get acknowledgement. I, I was going to meetings that were way above my pay grade. I was, you know what I mean? I was, I was buttoning up my shirt. Like, it was weird. He didn't find out through any of that. He found out because he went to another alumni for this position that he thought would be a good fit for it. And this alumni was like, oh, I really appreciate you reaching out for me, but guess what? I'm not your guy. If you want a guy, he's already in your company, and he will lead us to the promised Neverland. He's talking about me. And then this guy, I'm talking to him on the phone, he's like, yeah, I'd like to do some volunteer for it, you know what I mean? I'd like to, um, 
I'd like you to just, you know, do it for maybe an hour to a week. We'll see if we can get this position kind of fleshed out a little bit and da-da-da, have these ideas and these ideas. I'm like, whoa, 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 man, slow down. You are just coming up with all these weird ideas and like a, a seven-minute phone call. I've been thinking about this for six months, all right? I would like to sit down with you next week and we can like discuss it in person. I would really appreciate that opportunity. I, I can send you the email that I wrote to the CEO because it's super good and like... <laughs> So he was like, all right, I really appreciate that. And uh, I sent him the email this morning, and he texted me back, and he said, cool, man, cool. So that was Thursday, all right? So we got the car. We got the potential job. Friday comes along. I got a weird number phone call, and, like, I used to be scared to answer my phone. I'm not anymore. It's crazy how that works. And um, so I answer this weird number, and it's this woman, and she says she's from uh, the University of California, and it's a uh, coding boot camp to do full-stack web development. And that's something I had been interested in doing and pursuing to try to get a career off the ground. And Because um, I didn't go to school, man. I drank. That's what I did. I barely went to school. I am super uneducated. But, you know, it's just typing stuff into a computer. How hard could it be? So I remember I was going around to a lot of different of these boot camps, and they're really expensive, and they're high intense, and some are over 60 hours a week, and you can't work while you do it, and this and that. And I remember seeing this one through the University of California, and I was interested in it. So I, I remember, in my memory, I requested information about this thing, all right? That's all I did. I just wanted to have somebody, you know, maybe shoot me a, a nice email saying, hey, this is a, a useful video. You can find out more about our program, yada, yada, yada. So I'm talking to this lady for 45 minutes on the phone, again, in my underwear, because it's my day off. It's Friday. I'm just chilling. And... I get to the end of this conversation, and we're just chopping it up, just like we are right now. We're just having a good time. I, she's laughing. I'm making jokes. We're just talking. At the end of the conversation, she goes, congratulations, you just passed the first round of the uh, assessment. And I was like, what? This was, this was like an interview? She's like, oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Said, no, I had no idea. I thought you were just telling me about your program. I didn't know this was like a test. She's like, oh, yeah, it was one of three. Only 25 people get accepted into this program. That's, and all of, you know what I mean? The University of California, 25 people get accepted into this. And I just knocked out the first thing in my underwear. <laughs> right? So that's Friday. So what do, what do I do with these three gifts that I get? All right? None of this stuff is concrete. This is all just little stuff that started, you know, kind of coming into my life. Well, how am I supposed to go to the school if I had this new job? And how am I supposed to get to La Jolla every day? Oh, the car, I definitely need the car at this point because now I've got to get to La Jolla plus the new job. It's going to be 60 hours over here doing the boot camp plus all this new stuff with work. And oh, how am I going to pay for the car? How am I going to pay $10,000 to go to this thing? And I am snowballing. And I am freaking out. I can't just be happy with like a couple of good things happening. And even if one thing happens, that's like way better than my life was four days ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Any one of those things is awesome. Any single one of them. But I have to make it about me and how do I get all of these things at once and now. You know what I mean? I want to meet that, that director that texted me like tonight. I want to be accepted into that dev boot camp thing tomorrow. You know what I mean? I want that car yesterday. I want these things. Now that I know that I can obtain them, they should be mine. And I deserve them because of all the stuff that I do. Right? I don't know. So I just really like all that stuff at the same time, if that all does work out the way that something besides me wants it to, it could be a beautiful thing. I could get that car and be able to drive up to La Jolla. And with the new job, I could be able to pay off a loan for the $10,000 to go to that school. And not only will that school help me in the future, but it'll help me in this new current job that I'm trying to make. Because that alumni coordinator position, I can start making websites and apps to keep the alumni connected when they leave our facility. 
because that's the scariest time for the residents that might work is when they leave us, not when they're with us. When they leave and they don't have that structure of, hey, we're taking you to a meeting tonight or this and that. I can be the person to like set all that up and say, hey, we're all going to the beach today. It's Saturday. If you guys want to stop by, there'll be free burgers and hot dogs. We're going to play volleyball. We might go have a bonfire meeting at the end of it. We'd love to have you. Or just check in with all those people. You know what I mean? These are things that I'm passionate about. And they all kind of came together. <laughs> so before I came here, I, they sent me the next part of the, the coding thing, and it was a test, right? You're supposed to take this, like, analytical test. And the, the woman, when I had the conversation, asked me if I had a master's degree. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So she sends me this test last night, and it, it says it's 30 minutes, right? So I get out of the shower, and I, I had like an hour before I had to come here, and I'm sitting there, and I'm clicking the email, and I just wanted to like glance at the test, and it says it's 30 minutes long, enter your name and this and this, and it's 33% of the test. Done. You just got to enter your name. Hope I didn't mess it up. So I do it, and I click next, and then I see a timer, right? I, <laughs> I mess up the phone interview, didn't know I was doing that. Now I have to rush through this test. Because I was afraid to click out of it because I didn't know, like, I don't know. It just looked weird. I was just afraid. I panicked. And I took the test in 17 minutes. She asked me if I had a master's degree. And I took a 30-minute test in 17 minutes. And I really feel like I only got one question wrong, and it was how to calculate milliseconds of a year. How the, what does that have to do with coding? It was weird. It was a weird question. That was the only one I felt like I got wrong, though. And I did that just out of pure luck. All this stuff I've just been falling into. And I'm just, I'm not even, I don't even feel like I'm doing the best to accept it, let alone do my best to move forward with it. I've just been trying for the past couple of days to sit in it and really appreciate what I've been given. Even if none of it comes, like, to fruition, that's fine. I was worried about it last night, so you know what I did? I went to a meeting, and I went to that meeting, and it's my home group, and they asked me to share. And I shared on the 10th step, and I shared how I messed up the 10th step last week. And how I had a gut feeling that I was not doing what I should be doing. One minute. That was pretty good timing. So I shared last night, and it was just how I just botched my 10th step. I, I, I was trying to give advice to somebody, and I came off like a little bit like, you need to do this. And like that's not how I want to be. I want to be like, hey, I, I, I'm here for you as a friend, and anything you need, you can come to me. I, like, I promise that. And I went today at work, and I, like, I said that to that person. I didn't just say I'm sorry for the way that... I, I talked to you about that situation. I, I went up to her and said, look, if that ever happens again in the future and you need to come to me, please do. And I apologize for the way that like, I, I handled it last time. I just care about you a lot, and it just some feelings came up, and I just didn't want you to get hurt. And because of that share of me just being honest, somebody asked me to come speak tonight, and I really needed to do that test. I was planning on doing that 30-minute test like in some quiet time, but guess what? I did it in 17 minutes, and now I'm here sharing with you guys. You know what I mean? This is a little far for me, and I had to wear pants, and it was like, <laughs> if you know me, this is like the creme de la creme of what I'm going to dress up with right now. I mean, I even got my hair cut. Like, this is it. I've arrived in AA speaking here for 10 minutes. Um, last thing I'll say, because I think I only got like six seconds left. Uh, I can be a little, usually at meetings, I'll run outside and go smoke a cigarette in a corner by myself, and I can, you know, have an appearance of like, I don't want to talk to anybody, which is true. But come up to me anyway, and uh, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll talk to you, and you know, I'd like to be your friend. Even though I, I, that's hard for me to say, but I mean it. Like, if you, you, know, you guys see me around somewhere, you know, feel free to hit me up. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs>